It's been a great year, Murphs. For people making millions from the housing crisis and direct provision, totes amazeballs. Well, I'm proud of all our amazing achievements. Uh, like setting rural broadband back seven years and setting fire to three billion euro just to bring cat videos to bars and ossery. No, the fact that I can now bench press 100 kilos oh. and became the first Taoiseach to meet George Clooney. Not to mention the first vegan Taoiseach. Ugh. Don't remind the turf munchers and heifer humpers, Murphs. Oh. I'm all about meat now. Hashtag Leo the beefcake. Wow. 2019, though, saw Finnegal hit all the high notes. Uh, quite literally, because you sounded like a squeaky fanboy when those letters you wrote to Kylie were released in March. Hey, I bravely oh. fought to block them from being published, dude. Which made it much worse. Cringerama, dude. Uh, well, that's not fair, Murphs. The Kylie letters shouldn't overshadow how much of a ledge bag I was on Brexit this year when I single-handedly saved the country. True, you look so ripped standing next to Boris Johnson in Liverpool yeah. while he looked like a badly trimmed mop used to wipe the floor of a sex offender's prison. <laughs> no, okay, no. My self-satisfaction rating soared after the epic meeting in October. Oh, it is great to see you again, Murphy. It's great to be back on the government jet. You can't see the housing crisis from 35,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. You're not quite the connoisseur of the old banter, eh? Oh, well, look, we have to look like we're doing something. What about an extension? Another three-month extension won't solve anything. How about five years? Fianna Fáil will do anything as long as Brexit is around, no matter how badly we run the country. No, out means out. Get it done. Like I do to a woman half my age. What about uh, the North? You can have it. Um, we don't like it anymore. Read it in the Telegraph, where I go to find out what my opinions are. Um, uh, sorry? It costs Britain more than the EU. It's errors now. Uh, you can have uh, that Arlene chap and his team of gabber flabbers as well. We don't want that basket case. That would be like offering you cork. Who? Do you want cork? As long as there's a border to keep Coveney and Michal Martin out, I'm cool with it. <sighs> Golly Gundergums. Looks like I'm a stuck old boy. And it's getting close to when I stop working. Half past two. Let's just be honest for once. Okay. I don't care about Brexit. And I don't care about the North. I, I just, just want, want to have a surprise election. election. Snap. Ha! Wow. So, why do we cobble together some paddy wagon, clap trap, wag wag, gob gob, and put this whole thing off for another week? While we come off looking like actual leaders rather than two guys in office but without any power, sounds amazeballs to me. Yes! I think I love you, Boris. <laughs> well, I love you too, Murphy. See you in the tunnel next week. <laughs> I hope it's dark enough for some quality groping. Quavers. Ew. <laughs> It's Dobbo here, and yes, I am pouring myself a glass of Beaujolais because of the Tories, Trump, Bolsonaro, and the rise of the right. It would drive a man to drink, although luckily I didn't need to, as I found Marion Finucane's wine cellar. She converted the studio where we used to make children's programmes. So sad. And lest we Irish get too smug, remember we have our own pound shop populist, Peter Casey, constantly in the media, despite his disastrous European election results, proving he has less support than Joe Duffy in Lycra. We had a candidate for Fine Gael claiming toddlers in Wexford were being radicalised by ISIS, the same party whose MEPs voted against helping refugees at risk of drowning in the Mediterranean, all while being propped up by Noel Grealish, a man so numerically illiterate he thinks the gross national product is being PayPal'd to Lagos. I hope somebody gave him a calculator and a sense of decency for Christmas. So if that's how our government acts, is it any wonder that we get Ookterard? I think I'm going to open another bottle while you listen to this. We invite you to visit Ookterard. 
the jewel in the crown of rural Ireland. Go back to where you came from! Out! 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 At Oak Terrar, there's fun for all the family, so long as there's not too many of you, and you're all in possession of a return ticket. Oak Terrar! Explore dramatic Glengowla mines, visit our beloved derelict hotel, and be amazed at how easily the locals are manipulated by right-wing Facebook pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The foreigners yeah. are coming here to try and steal our... Uh, what are they trying to steal? Are we getting worth stealing? Or the stone walls. Stone walls, oh, that's yeah, it. Stone walls. Yes, Oak Terrard, where the living is easy, the broadband is slow, and the local TDs can say whatever they like as long as they keep the government in power. Oak Terrard. Yeah, the earth is flesh. You know, gravity is a conspiracy theory. A lot of people know that. And persecuted refugees are economic migrants coming in here with their big sponges. Sir Biafra is coming down with sponges. Enjoy pony rides with native Irish ponies. And if we can't find an Irish pony, we'll shave an Irish sheep and have you ride that instead. Oaked around. Take a selfie at the Quiet Man Bridge and reminisce of a better time when John Wayne could make films tinged with domestic violence again women. Oaked around. You're all welcome here, so long as you're a rich yank with cash or credit cards. And remember, we're not racist. We just have deep concerns about the inhumane way direct provision works. And that's definitely not an excuse we just came up with. Like the Daily Mail pretending that the reason they don't like Meghan Markle is because she eats avocados. Ooked around. You've seen the wild Atlantic way. Now experience a mildly xenophobic stay. Sponges. Ooked around. Stay away if you can't pay your way. Good afternoon, I'm Hugh Edwards. Ah, 2019, we hardly knew you. Mainly because you looked exactly like 2016, 17 and 18 in that we shambled along stark, raving Brexit while every other political issue facing Britain stood outside the bathroom waiting its turn for so long the country soiled itself over and over. And we thought Game of Thrones was the only thing taking years to reach a disappointing conclusion that left everyone feeling cheated and used up. Well, Boris Johnson, the bold boy in your class who made a wish and woke up as an adult, is Prime Minister for life now. Well done, Britain. The only good news is that Jeremy Corbyn returns home to his semi-detached after the Labour Party became fully detached from its voters. It was also the year we heard the last orders from this man. Smoking jacket! Oh wait, that's Jacob Rees Mogg! <laughs> But the main theme of 2019 was deadlock in the House of Commons over Brexit. I take you back now to February when the first vote ended in disaster and a warning that this sketch is a microcosm of the year in that it starts with the dreadful old Prime Minister and ends with the new dreadful Prime Minister. I absolutely reject the notion that this latest defeat undermines my authority. I haven't had any authority for months. Do you have a plan, Prime Minister? Yes, I do. A clear plan. I intend to run the clock down, dragging Britain closer to absolute disaster in the hope that at the last minute 300 MPs will suddenly change their tiny minds. How can you defend your efforts at cozying up to Jeremy Corbyn, Mrs May? Error. Oh. It looks like you haven't upgraded to the full version of the Theresa May bot app. Oh. 
pounds. You'll have to pay one pound seventy nine p to continue, or to listen to a thirty second advert. Meanwhile, Nigel Farage oozed out of the woodwork to announce a new party. Yes, indeed, the people of Britain have had enough. The plain talking, plain speaking, red faced, knock kneed, pipe swilling, coronary having, plain people up and down Britain are sick of Europe, and it needs to be held to account. Now, has anyone seen my German wife? I needed to fill out my MEP expenses forms. Britain, yeah. Oh, Watch whoops. out! Oh. Oh. Don't worry, Brussels will pick up the tab. Yeah! <sighs> Finally, as Britain yearns over an imagined past, a debate has begun on the legacy of Winston Churchill on whether he was a heroic racist or a villainist racist. To prevent the discussion becoming too highbrow, Boris Johnson entered the fray. Although clearly drunk when he garbled a few snafus about European unity, he was a right all-round ledgebag in his day. But was he perfect? No. I'm ashamed to admit it, not once in his entire career did he ever have an extramarital affair. Disgraceful, ipso chipsticks, tempest quavers. It's been the most irrelevant year in Northern Ireland's long, irrelevant historical history. The DUP had the British government by the ballot box, but all it got was a border down the Irish Sea. The cash for Ash expose left Arlene Foster in the shameful position of having to continue to lead the DUP. And Sinn Féin did what they do best, getting elected to two different parliaments and refusing to sit in either, but not refusing their pay and expenses, ourselves alone indeed. And in the middle of all this, in April, journalist Lyra McKee was killed during a riot and everybody promised to make politics work again, a promise left as broken as the politics of Northern Ireland. It is in this difficult occasion that we also grieve the passing of reason, common sense, democracy. He's right, you know. What? Such a terrible waste. You do realise he's talking about you, Arlene, don't you? He is not. He means you, you bitter finion. You take that back. Our political leaders have emphatically let the people down with their petty squabbles. You watch your mouth, Arlene. I might know where you live, but I know which bowl you use to cut your hair. Stop flapping your fanta lips, the fake tan on ye. You look like an Oompa Loompas after getting stuck in the tube in a chocolate factory, so you do. If only discourse between the main parties could improve, rather than the thick, ignorant waffle that passes for debate. If You're I- more orange than Jeffrey Donaldson on a tour of a Maiwadi factory, you clueless Jerry puppet. Shut your mouth. Why in God's name does it take tragedy to bring these absolute muppets into the same building? Oh God, what's happening? What are they clapping for? I wasn't listening. I wasn't either. Oh God, now they're standing. Why, are you going to clap? I'm not clapping unless you clap first. Certainly not. You can clap first. Go on then. I, ju- I don't know. I- I'm just going to smile. That's a smile. What Hi. are you doing, Mary Lou? Becca Doodle too. Right. I'm going to clap. Typical. You lot are always pulling the trigger first. I'm picturing my left hand as your face, Arlene. That's it. If you're clapping, I'm clapping too. What are you doing? I'm clapping. That's not clapping. It's like you're petting a dog that's been put down. You be careful with your clapping. The fake tan is probably so wet in your hands, you'll destroy the place. Shut up. Oh, God. They're going to do a collection. Can I borrow some? No way. I don't do change. Well, me neither. Finally, something in common. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's it. What a great year 2018 has been. Fantastic. Oh. The best. Better than Obama's. Uh, uh, Mr. President, sir, it's the end of 2019. Wrong. I've just signed an executive order declaring it's still 2018. Because I realized the whole of 2019 was a hoax. It's true. Uh, Believe me. But stuff happened, like the report by Robert Mueller. Witch hunt. No collusion. The Washington Post counted over 15,000 lies you've told while in office. Total conjunct. Uh, there were more sexual assault allegations against you. Fake news. And there was this impeachment business. Biggest hoax of them all. It was a perfect conversation. I told the Ukraine well, to dig up dirt or I wouldn't give them money. Wow. My only crime was to break the law. A perfect phone call. <sighs> Sir, we're kind of worried about you. The whole of 2019 was a total and complete hoax. So, like, is everyone a liar now? Well, or? I mean, come on. I lie all the time. Uh-huh. And if I can't believe the words coming out of my own mouth, Whoa. then who can I trust? Who can I trust? Believe me. Anyway, I think your funniest press conference of the year was... What? Your most impressive... That's better. Uh, ...was in April when the Mueller report was published. I do the best press conferences better than Obama's. Sir, what do you say to nepotism accusations over giving your daughter and son-in-law positions in the White House and overruling security concerns? Just because my daughter is smoking hot. A perfect 10, by the way. People say there's nepotism there. Oh, wait, that's not nepotism. What, what, what am I thinking of? Uh, incest. <laughs> the point is this. The Mueller report cleared me. You need to look at the oranges of that report. The oranges? Sorry, the oranges? Yeah, the oranges of the report. How it began. Who started it? It's oranges. Oh, right. You mean it's origins. Exactly. It's oranges. No. You look into those oranges, sir. and you'll all win Mulitzer Prizes. Believe me. Pulitzer Prizes, sir. Is there an echo in here? What's wrong with this guy? Next question. You, stupid face. Uh, what do you think about the accusations of sexual misconduct against Joe Biden at this time? Are you kidding me? These are small-time allegations. Kissing heads, smelling hair. Sir, when it comes to allegations of sexual misconduct, right. nobody's better than me, believe me. Also, Joe, wow. these women, some of them are fives, sixes at best. Gosh. I only act inappropriately with nines and tens. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I said, allegedly. Sir, Sir, Mr. President, you claimed your father was born in Germany, which is not true. Why did you lie about this? I didn't lie. I never lie. He was born in Germany. He originated from Germany. The same way Barack Muslim Obama oranged from Kenya. Sir. I want to see the birth cert. Wait, you want to start a birther movement against your own father? That's all we time for. My show's about to I mean, my briefing is about to start. Look into the oranges of the report and my dead father's birth cert. There'll be foolish surprises all around, believe me. Can someone order me a can of Diet Coke? Mr. President. Thanks so much. Hello there, and so on. Now, I hope you're enjoying these strangely meaningless days between Christmas and New Year. I know I am. (coughs) Now, we've had our fair share of strange stories this year. Stories that would make your head spin more than a bottle of Tesco Plonk that's been reduced to a fiver. Or so I'm told. The most ridiculous story of the year, though, apart from some uppity young fella giving me a bad review in the Irish Times, concerned a printer that cost almost two million euro to get installed in the doll. Imagine something costing the state hundreds of thousands of euro to sit in a room doing next to <coughs> nothing. The mind boggles. Anyway, here's what a civil servant involved had to say about the whole mess, which erupted in November. 
They asked me to get a new printer, so in between biscuit leave and time off for yawning, I ordered a big yoke that was fierce confusing. What I thought was the serial number turned out to be the price of it. Gas. The fellas in Komori think they're so smart, emailing me about dimensions. This is not feckin' Star Trek, says I, and I ignored all the emails because I don't get paid to read emails during church holidays, pattern days, time off in loo, time off on the loo, and annual leave for bunions. This is too big to fit in, they says to me. As the actress said to the bishop, says I, but would you believe the Komori lads was right? Twouldn't fit. So I stuck it in a shed, rang a few builders and wrote out a few checks. Then a journalist from the Irish Times started asking questions. A real smart bucko. And now the country is laughing at us. There's going to be a big report and everything. But the gas thing is, we can't print out the report because we're not using the printer until they pay us more money to use it. Tis a health and safety issue, says Sipto. The instructions say you can't have loose articles on yet when operating the machine. Sure, most of us can't tie our shoelaces in here, so we daren't go near that room with the fancy Dan printer, or else it might eat us alive and print us out in high-definition colour. The country can laugh away. Well, the last laugh is on them, because they're paying for it. And they're paying for us. Fianna Fáil is a proud part of Middle Ireland, will you? Oh, yeah. And 2019 was a roaring success going forward. By which you mean people roaring at us in anger for abstaining on the housing crisis, broadband wastage, the children's hospital and every feck-up that Fianna Gael created. Uh, I don't know, but we didn't run from any election oh. and we won the locals and the by-elections. Through no fault or effort of our own. We had to face off against a massive green wave. So-called green wave. They increased their vote share to an amazing uh, 5.5%. If it was a whiskey, or you'd throw it out. And I know we're suffering in Fianna Fáil uh, with your one saying dirty things on the Twitter and lads showing up to vote for each other in the doll. Lisa Chambers was like pure Goldilocks sitting in everyone's seat and pushing their buttons like mad till she found one just right. And to be fair to Timmy Dooley and Niall Collins, oh. there are so many interchangeable middle-aged men in the party, oh. not even they know which one they are anymore. Oh. Timmy or Niall or Niall or Timmy. Oh. So they just mush the voting pad like they do with the remote control when they're looking up county final results on the airtel. Fortgate mortified the party Twas chronic We've heard enough of that now We have to look forward oh, yeah. Fianna Fáil 2020 What a time to be half alive Watching you dither your way into power By sitting back and let the government screw up While people suffer <laughs> That's the Fianna Fáil way Come on Exactly That way we'll drop accidentally into power Like a backbencher falling into someone else's wife's bed After a Karja Fáil dinner dance in the 70s Yes Ara, let the roaring 20s roar <laughs> I might even go wild and eat a biscuit going forward. He's chronic. Karen kicks the year! Now, where were we? Oh yeah, I was marking all my wonderful accomplishments in 2019. Yeah. Like all the clubbing weekends in Berlin and Lisbon I managed to squeeze in, huh. despite having only six months off from the doll a year. And don't forget the children's hospital ending waiting list for children, because by the time it's built, they'll be like 40. Ew, 40, <laughs> don't remind me. I hit the big milestone in January. Until the Operation Transformation Scales revealed your true age was 53. That was actually the biggest scandal of the year. Yeah. I mean, have you seen my glutes? Oh. 53. Three, as if. Though it was the age you looked after losing the local elections to Fianna Fáil. Well, yeah, but I blame Maria Bailey for that one. Wow. And for most things, TBH. Hashtag Swinggate hit the headlines in May. 
Look how high I can go. And I'm still holding at least one bottle. Oh, oh no, wait. No! This is the story of one woman's search for justice. Sean, Sean, I just think there should have been someone supervising that swing. I am, after all, Sean, only 40 years of age and can't be trusted, Sean, to sit on something properly, Sean. Jeopardy, you can't be serious. Sean, they should have had a minder. For a swing. For adults. Yes, Sean. Sean, I was hurt, Sean. The swing was a death trap. Swinging is actually a very difficult, high-octane sport. I couldn't run for months after, apart from the run I did. Sean, I... Sean, 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 Sean. Betrayed by her party. After months of dithering, the focus groups have... I mean, I've finally made up my mind. Deputy Bailey has been deselected. Hashtag decisive teach. There could be no other outcome here because of all the horrible things done by people supporting this government from Michael Larry's criminal tax conviction, Noel Grealish's mouth, Owen Murphy's co-living and Simon Harris's existence. A grown woman suing a swing was definitely the worst and therefore she will now be deselected. But I thank Maria for her public service, most notably by becoming the fall girl for my terrible first election as leader. Lol. The greatest injustice in Irish politics is now a major motion picture. You've seen The Irishman. Now get ready for Netflix's new three and a half hour long blockbuster, Maria Bailey, Left Swinging. Whee! Sean, I was hurt, Sean. No! I didn't ask for this. Sean, 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 Sean. Yes? I think the show is over. They haven't mentioned any of my 2019 cock-ups in the health service because I'm important. Do you think I'm important? Oh, Simon, you're such a silly billy. I think you're my favourite useless cabinet colleague. Barely surviving emotional confidence, losing control of the children's hospital costs, knee-jerking on the cervical check issue. If it wasn't for you throwing pennies at the nurses, I may not have survived. <laughs> I have great respect for nurses. They are, after all, our greatest export along with frozen burgers. Uh, don't forget you got into trouble with GPs over free care for kids as well. And with everyone over the massive waiting list yes. and the general collapse of GP care. And you're probably going to collapse the government in a few weeks. Ugh. How come you get away with so much like tax breaks for billionaire companies that misuse our data yep. and corporate landlords fleecing tenants and ramping up homelessness? Oh, I love it. Because I'm so cute like a bunny in a supermarket in January. Sorry? You know it's too early to advertise Easter so you want to be mad but you just can't help but give it a big cuddle. <laughs> that and calling all the funds I shower in tax breaks to keep workers priced out of homes after boardies. Oh. Like vulture funds, cuckoo funds, magpie funds. But I thought I was cute too because one person said they fancied me do you remember that? That was 2018 when women were happy and had no idea how much of a little pro-lifer you were until you switched five minutes before repealing the eight. But, 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 but I'm young and cool and relevant, I tell you. Yet you still look like a man printed out when the colour cartridge was low on ink. Oh, Drat. You have to learn how to cuddle and befuddle the people. Oh? Like when I simultaneously get praise for announcing zillions of euro in Project 2040 wild, makey-uppy spending plans while also being hailed a prudent pascal of the pennies. Oh, wow, I think you're important. Can I be important too? No, but Happy New Year very much. Wow. Ha <laughs> ha. 
It's the end of the year, so what better time to come together to remember our Lord God and Saviour? Deo Salutaro Nostro. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure his name was Gay Byrne, actually. Yeah. My hero, from who I learned everything. From whom? Oh, <laughs> wow. Of course, I like to think I passed on a thing or two myself. Shame you couldn't pass along the million quid a year you used to earn. Well, now, like Tiny Tim, I have to make do with scraps. Yeah. Almost half a million scraps, but you get the idea. Well, my paycheck was twice as big, because so was my audience. How can I keep an audience with these budget cuts, oh. the sets made of macaroni, and we have to pay our guests and expire? one-for-all vouchers. A poor workman blames his tools. Well, the cameraman don't like it when you call him that. Oh, wow. wow. D, if you're listening, please don't cut my pay again. At least you can say your boss's name out loud, not like mine. He who shall not be named. We've had more journalists arbitrarily banned from news talk than stag parties from Temple Bar. Well, enough about the plight of us poor, beleaguered presenters. Yeah. Let's relive the golden age of Irish media. Before Facebook and Google finally put us out of the job. The memories of Gabo. Yeah. Roll it there, Pat. Oh, see what I did there? (laughs) Ha ha ha, yeah. Yes, 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 my friends. Good morning, all. Exira and Delira and all of that. A letter here from Dimpna. Dear Gay, she says, My husband won't give me money for the housekeeping unless I roll around naked in Ritz crackers for him. Now, I quite like Ritz crackers, Gay. How are you telling, Dimpna? But the crumbs keep getting right up my jacksy. Jaxie is his name, uh, uh, from Cahersavine, and we've seen some astonishing transformations on the Late Late Antiques show before, but this beats Banneher. Remind us what you brought a few weeks ago, Sonny. It was a plank with some moss on it, A Gabe. plank with some moss on it. That's right. And now it's become a Chesterfield sofa, Gay. A Chesterfield sofa. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, Jaxie, I have to ask you. Yes, Gay. <laughs> in addition to the plank with some moss on it, yeah. did you by any chance also buy a Chesterfield sofa? I did, yeah. I did, Gay. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. To be here in the dome is a dream come true with a non-threatening man, Gay. Oh, hey, that's you. The Philadelphia Rose, ladies and gentlemen. Hard to believe that dress was once a live animal with a soul. We'll take a break. Only 47 more roses to go. Warm up the car for Donegal and fill it with whiskey. Boulevard. Now, Boulevard. watch carefully, friends. This is a condom. A condom. There it is. I could be arrested for just having one in my possession. Yet an accountant can take all of your money and get away with it. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. And the good news, friends, we have a condom for everybody in the audience. Well, I have a house in Mayo, a house in London, a house in Brussels, a house made in a brass naked each one. I tell you, not a bit of self-awareness to be seen. Dirty knickers. (laughs) People from <laughs> the Billy Barry Kids. Happy Joy Yeah! Roll it there, Colette. Mommy, put the electric blanket on. I'm coming home. Clue number three to win the Ford Granada. Kinsealy, done stores, tighten your belts. That's it. That's it. That's all we've time for. Goodbye. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's it, folks. The end of not just a year, but a whole decade. A decade that nobody could name, spent cleaning up the economic crash for which no one was to blame. But we did well, apart from doubling homelessness and dragging out the same problems with health, Northern Ireland, climate change and accountability for massive waste of taxpayers' money that went on in the noughties. And you can look forward to it again in the twenties. Callum's Kicks will return. So happy new decade to you all. (laughs) 